Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Hashtag Leadership, What's On Your Mind. Remember, we're a podcast to make you stop and think about your leadership journey. And we're going to add value by speaking to amazing people with amazing stories and experts in their field. So a little bit excited today um, because it's episode 99. We've got amazing guests on. But obviously that means that next week is episode 100. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching us or if you're listening to us on your podcast provider, then make sure you hit follow. And uh, we'd love to hear your takeaways from each of the episodes. So make sure you get in touch and let us know. So today we are speaking to Jen. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, so I know Jen from the Institute of Directors. Um, I heard Jen speak at an event um, really well. And I thought, well, I've got to get this person on the podcast. And obviously since then, we've we've got a little bit closer we, we've been doing some stuff together and obviously through the IOD as well so um I'm not going to go any further than that I'm going to get you to introduce yourself as I hit the 20 minute timer tell us a little bit about who you are what you do and um let's get going off you go yeah so I'm uh, Jennifer Cormack I'm the sales and marketing director for Windermere Lake Cruises which is one of the biggest tourist attractions in the Lake District I also sit on the board of our DMO, uh, Cumbria Tourism, and I sit on the board of UK Inbound, which brings inbound uh, visitors to the Lake District. Obviously, over the past two years, that's been um, quite a challenge, but I'm sure we'll go into that later in, in this conversation. Yeah, and obviously, I know people are thinking straight away, what a beautiful part of the world in the UK and people outside the UK. I know that we've got a global audience. So, um, yeah, amazing. And again, we are going to talk about challenges. We're going to talk about the, your perception of your um, the people element of what you do as well, because I know it's very important and very big to you as well. So um, we ask everybody our three questions. So we'll start there without us um, forgetting. So, um well, hashtag leadership, what's on your mind? What comes to your mind when you hear the word leadership? The first thing that comes to my mind um, is listening. Um, I think uh, uh, for, to be a good leader or to have leadership, you have to listen um, to everything around you, um, your staff, your customers, um, the environment of which it's in. Um, and yeah, that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear the word leadership. Excellent. I love that. The simplicity of that. But we know it's not as easy as it sounds, is it? <laughs> uh, so staying with you personally, and um, we always get people to reflect on um, where their leadership journey started. So is it on reflection sitting here now being asked the question? Um, or was there a light bulb moment at the time that you thought, well, this is it now? I'm in a leadership position for whatever reason. So how far back are we going? I think it, it's only probably eight or nine years, um, 15, I, I did 15 years with another company uh, where I managed teams, um, but I was also very much micromanaged by uh, the MD there. And it wasn't until I started working here under my fantastic MD, who's got amazing leadership skills, um, that he allowed me to lead. Um, and that was definitely the light bulb moment when I thought, yes, this is what leadership is about. It's not about being micromanaged. It's not about having to go through so many processes. It's allowing your team to be leaders, allowing leaders to lead. Yeah, Joe, we're going to dig into that as well afterwards. So I think I'm going to ask you about that. Um, so we've added a question in the last sort of 10, 15, 20 episodes about asking people, is there something significant that's had an impact on your leadership journey, whether it be a person or an event, positive or negative? So what would you choose that's had 
a big impact on your journey? I think I'll go really with the negative on this. Um, and it was my previous uh, employment. Uh, and it taught me how not to manage staff and how not to, to work with staff and to get the best out of staff. You have to let them do their own jobs. You have to listen to them uh, and you have to let them make their own decisions. And, and on reflection, that's definitely made me a better leader because it's taught me how not to lead. Yeah, and do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say it again, but in the first hundred episodes, knowing what we're at 99, I would say that was one of my takeaways that's been quite surprising. That a lot of people quote the fact that they've seen it or experienced negative leadership or management, and that's built who they are today. And so that that's really good. That on the 99th episode, it's been brought out again. I love that. <laughs> so I really want to know more about, obviously, a beautiful part of the world, amazing organisation to work with. Can you tell us a little bit more about the, the finer detail about what you do and what you get involved with? Absolutely. And my role is, is extremely varied and has been even more so over the past two years. Um, so for the past two years, we've been doing everything, we've been working across all sites. I've even been behind the bar on the boat when we've been short staffed um, through the pandemic. So um, over the past two years, it's been very varied. But on a day to day business, it's marketing, uh, marketing of the business, working with international operators, bringing in international visitors to the UK working with domestic operators, so coach tours, working with schools, getting schools uh, here, using um, uh, their education programmes to build it into school trips, um, and then working with the local community, getting local communities to use us when, when it's not so busy, uh, listening to what local communities want, organising events, organising weddings, parties, corporate events, since the pandemic, we've seen a huge increase in corporate events. So people, businesses getting back out and we add that little bit of difference to that. You know, we're not a corporate hotel um, conference room. You can have your conference on board the boat. So that's been really interesting um, to work with. And then working with holidaymakers. So working closely with hotels, with B&Bs, with uh, accommodation providers, looking at the trends of what customers are doing. Uh, more so now than ever, and especially since um, the fuel prices have gone up and the cost of living's gone up, looking and really monitoring customers' behaviour and seeing as a business how we can best react to that and what we can do um, to still encourage people to come on the days out, um, even though fuel costs have doubled. And that's definitely an area that we've seen impacted in our business is the day visitor. Not as many people are jumping in the cars. And obviously today, nobody can get here by rail because of all the rail strikes so we have to kind of monitor that as well wow like I, I aim for a diverse conversation about leadership on this podcast but talk about a diverse role in which you have to show up and turn up in all those different elements and spin I, I was thinking spinning those hats and spinning those plates that people talk about <clears throat> so staying with like the theme of leadership I was really interested in obviously your exposure to people in the UK, but also abroad. Are you conscious of anything that has to change or you've learned in leading people um, across such a diverse um, role that you have? Very much so, uh, it, it's training. Um, so when I go, I, I, I do a lot of, in, well did, hopefully that will return when borders open, but did a lot of uh -huh. 
travel, uh, China, Japan, the US, India. Um, and for me to go over and, and meet and it's meeting other business leaders, what's most important for me is to do some training on how people, what the, the way they work, how um, people react, what the etiquette is in different countries, um, learn a little bit of the language, just a please or a thank you. It's very different working with business leaders in Japan than it is in China. And again, very different in India. So it's having to, it's that learning, it's that listening, um, and it's definitely having to adapt um, to each different country and culture um, and etiquette. That's a really, and especially with Japan, that's a really, really important part of, of doing business. Yeah, I'm not going to put you on the spot and say let's let's reel off some um, linguistic um, examples of how we say thank you in all these countries. I won't do that to you. However, could you give an example of how that's like worked for you? Because that's really it reminds me of when people say it's really important to know people's names, families, what's going on. So that that granular detail because it it breaks down those barriers, doesn't it? Have you got any examples of how that's really worked for you and had a good impact? Definitely with China um, and the etiquette with China, you always, um, if, if you're talking to someone who is more senior than you and you're cheering your glasses, you go lower if that person is more senior. When you are in Japan, it's how low you bow when you first meet someone. And if they're a very senior leader, you bow very, very deep. Um, and that it's that relationship building. Um, and what we've had the feedback from is that us going out or me going out or with other colleagues out to China, out to Japan, it builds that relationship and it shows that we really fit, see how important their business is to us um, by us going out there and doing that. And then we, we've just seen that the return on the investment, you know, our international bookings grew exponentially before the pandemic. And it was because I, I'd done 13 trips to China. So I kept going out there, keep meeting different business leaders, um, MDs of companies that are, are, you know, bringing tourists to the UK. Because first of all, we have to go and sell the UK to them then we have to go to the north of England, then it's Cumbria, then it's the Lake District, then it's Windermere, and finally we'll get them on a boat trip. <laughs> yeah, amazing. That, I'm just thinking about so many things here. I, I'm thinking I maybe need to carry bags or to offer some support <laughs> in this international travel. I'm sure there'll be something. <laughs> and, but I know it, it goes into, we've talked about on this podcast quite a few about, um, quite a few times about um, 1% gains and thinking about the granular detail and, having that um, changing your perception as well. So that fits into that, doesn't it? Don't just see leadership and your business, like go in and look at other people's um, vision. We all see things differently. So that, what an amazing sort of example of, we, we talked a couple of times about differences in culture and leadership around the globe, but not for a while. So that's really interesting. Um, so let's talk about challenges. <laughs> okay, so we've had some great conversations and I've, I've seen um, linked with you on LinkedIn and conversations that we've had in person as well about um, what's happened in the last, let's call it, I think it's like three years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on a leadership side of things, what has been challenging and what sort of things have you had to really get up and show up and be present and, and really test your leadership skills? 
think the, the initial challenges were what we could do as a business, how we could operate, how we could reopen with every legislation change, how we had to adapt to that, how we had to fit that into the business. And we were getting daily updates um, with my connection with UK Inbound um, because uh, they got linked with government. They were giving us every legislation change. So we then had to digest that and then implement that into the business. That meant going out, talking to the staff, in, you know, letting them know that there was yet again another change, that now 30 people could go on board, not six. And it was just, it was daily. And it was really difficult um, for the staff with every legislation change. But what was the most difficult bit, I think, was educating the customers. Because obviously we were working with it day in, day out. You know, we had to implement these changes. We understood the changes. We understood why they were. But then it was having to... Um, let the customers know and our staff had to tell the customers and we did come across some um conflicts I should say um and our staff had to deal with that very well and we were our hands were tied you know we we didn't want to ruin somebody's wedding by only allowing 30 people on board but that was the law that's what we had to do and it, it really was difficult having those conversations with brides and grooms whose weddings were, were being ruined um you know staff having to deal with that so it, it that I think was the biggest challenge just implementing every change and letting the staff understand them and then the customers understand them and getting the message to the customers in the the easiest and most simplistic way we could even though the complexities behind it were terrible yeah so if I was to put you on the spot and say what was one or two of the things that you learned because I we, we talk about a, a shift in leadership like there's there's people that have had to show up and turn up and really get the bigger vision of what we're trying to achieve and that um honesty of like I'm struggling and like I need the team to pull together what what would you say you learned in that period um collaboration we okay. definitely collaboration uh, when we were all working remotely from home we kept in contact had lots of discussions um with the, with the senior management team kept the staff involved you know really that was really important um to keep the staff informed of things that we were doing uh, but I think not just as uh, as a business but as a county um, it was a lot of sharing best practice so businesses talking to other businesses what are you doing about this how, how are you implementing this speaking to hotels about what they were doing with the furlough for their staff speaking to other tourist attractions and more than ever we felt as a county we really really pulled together and it was that sharing of information and best practice that got everyone through we then did quite a lot of um webinars with Cumbria Tourism where we spoke about how how we were being COVID secure, what we were doing, um, what we were doing with the staff, what we were doing, um, you know, with opening different parts of the business when, when we could open parts, when we couldn't. And had it not been for that collaboration with other business leaders, um, it would have taken a, a lot longer to get to where we got to. It was just showed that collaboration is definitely a key point of leadership. Yeah, and that's really good because again, you you hear and you see, and some of the stuff we're working with with clients is is trying to break down that silo effect of like we're over here, you're over there, and, and in in a business that happens, but you're talking about a county level, which is amazing. I'm just visualizing how that works. Has that continued from yeah. that challenge and and the positives of that? Like that again, what a great thing to happen from something that's quite challenging and and not very good. 
It's definitely happened. Um, and the most recent challenges we, we've, we've um, experienced is staffing. So the, the entire hospitality industry is having a huge staffing crisis. And again, we've got together with hotels, with other attractions um, to have a recruitment programme for the area, not just our own businesses, but for the entire area to make hospitality look like a great, well, it is a fantastic um, sector to be in, but, you know, just to highlight how fantastic it is. Um, and again, that work, that collaboration that we'd had through the pandemic has now just moved on to this next crisis, which has been um, the staffing. Um, and more recently, we've been having conversations around the county about the fuel prices and the cost of living and how that's having an effect on uh, ancillary spend. And basically anything in hospitality is definitely an ancillary spend. It, it, you know, the consumers don't have to spend it so we know that we're going to have to fight hard now for consumers to, to still do that uh, to still, yeah. still spend still come to us uh, and again those are collaborative conversations we're having so it really has created um family really <laughs> awesome so let's pick up on and again a couple of conversations i've had recently on some of the things we've been doing is working with clients to understand that the leadership and how you um, create the vision and the fundamentals of what you expect in your company starts from recruitment. Um, what are some of the things that you do as a business to recruit great people? Um, it's a challenge right now, but are there any things that stand out to you that build the culture of the organisation and again, breeds great leadership in every level of the business? What sort of things do you do? We, in, in terms of our recruitment, and we've obviously worked a lot harder on this this year than we have any other year, um, we always, when we are recruiting, say, our skippers, so when they're moving up to, to be boat drivers, we recruit from within. We always recruit from the staff that we have that have come in at entry level. Uh, what we want to do is grow leaders through the business from the bottom up um, where we can. You know, we want to upskill our workers. We want to train our workers. Uh, and we want them to, to come through the business. Um, we have a fantastic reputation in terms of longevity of staff. Um, we've got staff that work for us for 40 years. So I think building that reputation um, is, some, is very, very key for an organisation, very key for us. And it's something that we are proud of. Uh, and we do case studies of our staff who, you know, started as a crew 20 years ago and, and you know, are now driving the brand new £6 million vessel that's sailing around the lake. So it's, it's really important for us to look after our own staff where we can and bring them through the business and make them the best leaders. Yeah, amazing. So we've only got a couple of minutes left. The time goes so quick on these things. <laughs> so I just want to maybe share, ask you a question that might add some value to the audience regards something specific. So we just before we jumped on, I said about talking about people management, people leadership, the awareness that everybody is different. Are you conscious that that's obviously you? You speak to so many people at different levels, suppliers, customers. What sort of things do you consciously do to make sure that you're having a really positive impact as a leader in your position? Do, do you, are you aware of any sort of shifts and changes and things that you do? What I did a lot through the pandemic is obviously um, jumped in when we had staffing issues. So jumped into different departments, different roles. And I think as a leader, it's really key to show your staff that you will do any job, that you won't ask them to do anything that you won't. Um, and 
obviously because that was done quite a lot through the pandemic and a lot of us worked across different areas it's something that I will take forward and continue to do um, and not just sit in my office not I sit in my office every day but you know we <laughs> sat in and I retire to actually you know get to the forefront go and work with the staff you know see the customers face to face as the staff are doing daily and seem to you know to be out there and doing that I think that for me and the feedback that I've had from staff has been um, really helpful for them and they like to see that you know as, as directors we are going to jump behind the bar and pull a pint or mop the toilets if need be brilliant do you know i'm thinking you know the undercover boss stuff yeah. that you see on tv it's a bit like that isn't it? so what, what would you say your biggest takeaway from that was is there anything specific or, or general what were the things that you thought and again you said you want to keep doing it so why do you want to keep doing it hearing from the staff about customer behaviors and especially as customer behaviour has been quite erratic over the past few years because of all the changes, listening to what the daily challenges are, which you sometimes might not hear if you don't go out and, and see it or hear it. So just listening to the staff, seeing if there are any issues, any problems. And sometimes it could be something minor that they don't think about telling you, but it could be a quick fix and it could really solve a problem very easily. Um, so that's definitely my takeaway is just getting out more and um, being more on the, you know, the front line, speaking to the staff and listening listening to any yeah. concerns they have or any ideas you know they, they come to us with we should do this or why can't we do that and it, it's just that listening and taking those ideas forward amazing what a great way to finish the podcast that's our 20 minutes done so jen thank you so much for your time um ladies and gents if you've enjoyed that make sure you tell us make sure you hit follow on your podcast provider and if you're watching us on the youtube channel make sure you hit subscribe next week is episode 100 i can't believe it it makes me really excited about it and um, we set out to do 10 episodes and we're adding a zero to the end so um so yeah amazing and amazing um story from jen as well um, amazing diverse conversation about leadership all the way along so um jen thank you so much again for joining us and being the 99th episode, I feel like it's quite a good um, tag to have that. <laughs> so ladies and gents, uh, Wednesday next week, um, 6am every Wednesday, amazing guests coming on, amazing stories and adding value to your leadership journey. See you all next week. Take care. Bye.